10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running, liftoff, we have a liftoff, liftoff on Apollo 11. Three minutes before Armstrong and Aldrin touched down on the moon, Apollo 11's lunar lander alarms triggered. Red and yellow lights across the board. Our astronauts didn't have much time, but thankfully they had Margaret Hamilton. They needed her too. Even before her software salvaged the moon landing, Apollo 8 crew member Jim Lovell accidentally deleted all navigation data they generated less than a week after they left the Earth. Yeah, imagine going to orbit the moon without a map. And that's exactly what went down here. Hamilton, who led the team that created the flight software, feared that something like this would happen. Some thought she was paranoid, but she had seen her daughter do the same thing while playing with the simulator. When she asked to create code to prevent this before the mission, she was told that the astronauts don't make mistakes. But they did. And when it happened, she and her team had to create and upload new navigational data to get the Apollo 8 team home. Their margin for error was zero. Just a single mistake in their work, and the first people to orbit the moon would be forever lost in space. And keep in mind that at this time, software engineering wasn't even a field yet. There were no textbooks to follow. So as Margaret says, there was no choice but to be pioneers. Luckily for us, Margaret never stopped pioneering. And she symbolizes that generation of unsung women who helped uh, send humankind into space. Her software architecture echoes in countless technologies today. And her example speaks of the American spirit of discovery that exists in every little girl and little boy who know that somehow to look beyond the heavens is to look deep within ourselves and to figure out just what is possible. It's been half a century since MIT scientist, Medal of Freedom recipient, and the creator of software engineering, Margaret Hamilton, helped us get to the moon. And just last week, another MIT computer scientist, 29-year-old Dr. Katie Bowman, helped give us our first glimpse of a black hole. This week, we're going to talk about Dr. Bowman and the outlook and accomplishments of other women in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, or STEM for short. And also, spacesuits. Spacesuits. This is 14 Speaks. I'm Jenny Holtz. And I'm Dylan Van Sickle. medical science class and both of them I kind of just took because like my friend says that they were cool when they took it <laughs> but um yeah so I took both of those classes and they just like kind of opened my eyes to different types of science rather than just like being a doctor or a surgeon or something like that. Dana Sapman is a junior studying biology with a focus on biotechnology at DePaul. She's also a member of Alpha Sigma Kappa, a sorority for women in STEM. It was only pretty, pretty recently that women started going to college for technical majors. So it's just, I think it's important to have a place where women who are interested in the same things can be um, friends with each other or, you know, have a 
a place to network and to like share experiences and help build each other up. The DePaul chapter is only about a year old, but Safman already envisions an optimistic future for she and her fellow members. I mean, just recently we had MIT graduate. She was the one who was in charge of the pictures of the black hole. So, you know, things like that that have like recently come up are, I guess, a testament to groups and, you know, organizations like ASK where we just like encourage women to do what makes them happy. And if it's them, then that's 